Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and this is Today I Watched 2018 Week 28, Part 1, in which I watched Monday Night Raw, WWE Monday Night Raw, episode 1311, aired on July 9th. Is it the 9th today? It is. Um, and also, earlier today, I saw Ant-Man and the Wasp. And last night, I saw Tag. So I'll be talking about both of those films a little bit. No spoilers, so don't worry about that. Um, but you know what? I'm going to talk about those right here at the top. Um, I'll just say that I really enjoyed both of them, and I would recommend them both if you're looking to have a fun time at the movies. If you're all caught up on the Marvel films, you've got to check out Ant-Man and the Wasp. I guess you don't have to, but uh, if you're all caught up on the Marvel films and you liked the first Ant-Man film, then you will uh, most likely enjoy this one. It's uh, it's a great sequel. It's a great film. Um, it uh, has great performances. I... Uh, I can't get enough of Angeline Lilly. Uh, all of the films I've seen her in, I've liked her a lot. Um, maybe not necessarily the the film as a whole. Like I'm not I'm not into the Lord of the Rings Hobbit movies, um, but I, her parts in them were great in the Ho uh, the Hobbit trilogy. But uh, actually, was she in the first one of those? I don't know if I've even seen the first one of the hobbit movies because she might not even be in it I, you know what i'm gonna look it up because i should look up this uh this film anyway um let's see hobbit unexpected journey i at least know the name of the film that's something right um let's go to the imdb page and then we'll e hopefully easily be able to to jump over to um ant-man and the wasps page uh let's see we have um she does not appear in the top like 20 names so i'm gonna guess that she is not in that first one and so i stand by my statement that I have not seen that first one, um, mostly because she is not in it. Um, there she is. Um, I'm just going to check those. Yeah, she was in the Desolation of Spog and the Battle of the Three Armies. And uh, she's not in the first one. All right. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Directed by Peyton Reed. Um, what do I know him from? What else has he directed? Oh, he directed the first Ant-Man. Um, and he also directed Yes Man. I enjoyed that film starring Jim Carrey. Um, a few episodes of... Or a few... He's a director for Upright Citizens Brigades. It, Upright Citizens Brigade. Four episodes and segments for two other episodes um a little bit of mr show he, he's he's got some 
some some serious comedy cred here with the uh, godfathers of current comedy i would i would say um let's see what all oh the goodwin games i think i only saw the first episode of that and maybe there were only three total episodes but i i enjoyed that show um it was like a what was the premise of that I'll read the the description. Three estranged siblings are brought together once again at their father's funeral. Oh, that's right. They're playing games to uh, find out who would get the fortune. And T.J. Miller is one of these siblings. And also, who are the other ones? Who are the other ones? Uh, Becky Newton and Scott Foley. All right. We're going going too deep into the rabbit hole here. Get back out to Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, of course, starring Evangeline Lilly, uh, also Paul Rudd, Michael Pena, um, and, uh, Michael Douglas as Dr. Hank Pym, a bunch of other people. I don't necessarily want to, uh, list all of them because, uh, there are some fun surprises in there. Some fun, fun surprises, including Thomas Middleditch. Just kidding. That's in, in tag. I almost got those mixed up for real. I was like, ah, oh, there's a cameo by by Thomas Middleditch. He's a he he's leads he works at a gym. No, wrong movie. Um, yeah, I I I enjoyed the story of this. Uh, it was uh, it was enough similar and enough different from the first film to be very satisfying. It didn't feel like it was like just just repeating a whole bunch of stuff like a lot of sequels tend to do. Um. So I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it. And uh, you gotta stay through the credits. Or uh, not all the way to the end. There, I don't think... I may have missed this. I, I checked to make sure before I left the theater. I looked it up real quick. Um, that there wasn't another credit end credit sequence at the very end. Um, it didn't sound like there, there was. It was just the one after the... Uh, the initial title sequence okay so let's look up tag because i don't remember the director's name for that but it stars jeremy renner ed helms um john ham of course uh jake johnson uh annabelle wallace isla fisher hannibal burris nora dunn uh a bunch of other people lots of people in this film um it's uh it, it's 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 very fun it's a very fun movie um it, there's a few like action sequences um if you're not familiar with this film it's about a group of friends who've been playing a game the same game of tag for 30 years um the entire month of may they play this game and uh they don't live in the same town some of them do but uh it's based on a true group of friends who have have been doing this i believe they still are doing this and uh yeah it's it's a lot of fun uh there's some there were a couple of moments that got to me a little bit they uh, made me a a bit sad uh, because there's a lot about family and friendship and uh you know getting older and all that kind of stuff but uh for the most part it was just a lot of fun uh it's you know if you see the trailer you know what you're getting into and if you see the cast you also know what you're getting into and um i i recommend it maybe not necessarily seeing it in the theater um i think it'd be just as fun if you don't have a chance to see it in the theater 
it'll be just as fun um like renting on Redbox or uh digital etc um so yeah it, it's good stuff if you like any of the main five guys that are on the on the poster you're gonna have some fun probably uh movies that i am looking forward to seeing hopefully this week sicario day of the soldado um sicario the original film um is one of my favorite films of all it was my favorite film of that year um i believe from my ratings list um i can't remember what else came out that year to even put it up against but uh the first was so good um i know absolutely i don't want to know anything about this film i just want to go see it i'm excited i'm excited also um i want to be your neighbor i believe is the 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 mr rogers documentary film that looks great uh sorry to bother you um looks pretty great as well and uh i haven't seen jurassic world yet i might see that so i have subscribed as of yesterday to amc's a-list subscription program um and i like it so far i i dig it um i'm it's different from movie pass back it's cheaper than movie pass was when i subscribed to it um it's not as you don't get to see as many movies if you maxed out that original movie passes format but um it's a lot more flexible because you can you get three movies a week and it resets on um friday so you can see all the newest movies that weekend and the the best thing i feel like is that you can use all three of those movies on the same day if you like and uh that's great that's great because then if you only have the one day off and you want to go see a bunch of movies there you go you're all set um and it's uh yeah it's 20 dollars a month uh and it also works for imax and 3d movies um so i saw ant-man and the wasp in uh imax 3d and it was awesome all of the quantum level stuff was really cool just like in the first movie that was the coolest 3d stuff um and uh that continues in this one and uh yeah so far i like it there's an initial um what is that what is the word i'm looking for uh you have there's a commitment of three months to start but after that you can cancel or whatever or keep on doing it keep on doing it um so uh like even if there's a couple of weeks where you only see one movie or or none um just this first week of movies uh it's pretty much been as uh the same cost as if i was uh buying the regular tickets i I, i'm actually ahead of it now i think having gone to see the the imax so i recommend it it's pretty good so far um i don't know if it works for special events i'll have to see if some of the fathom events i'll try try to use it for those um there's one uh i think it's the brett is it a brett hart documentary let's bring it back to wrestling as i was walking into the theater it's like that sounds like that sounds like gorilla monsoon or something and um they're calling a match and uh i, I see that it's the uh, then i see brett hart on the screen real quick 
and we're talking about uh, all the travel and all that kind of thing. And uh, I really only caught like the last 20 seconds of, the, of this thing. I didn't even catch the name of it. But uh, it had the Fathom Events um, screen at the end there. So uh, I'm interested in seeing that. I think I have a feeling it's the it's the Bret Hart documentary that um, I've heard about in recent months. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to tr- see if I can if I remember. I'll, I'll definitely check that out if I remember. If I remember, I'll definitely. Um, and uh, oh, also, I got to see the first Purge. I know I started to go back towards wrestling. Now I'm away from wrestling again, but I am going to bring it back to wrestling from the first purge. Um, I haven't seen any reviews of it or anything like that, but I've really enjoyed, I've enjoyed each of the purge films more than the last. So if that pattern continues, then this one is going to be very, very entertaining. Um, But then during raw tonight, uh, I saw for the first time, trailers actually the the first time i saw the commercial i only caught the very end of it i was like what the heck was that i didn't see i didn't hear what they're talking about i didn't i just saw like the last image that said like coming soon to usa or whatever um and then i saw that the full commercial a little bit later on the night the purge 10 episode miniseries on usa i know literally nothing about it other than the 60 seconds of commercial um that i saw tonight but i am super excited for it and i'm gonna get more excited when i go see the first purge um so stay tuned for all that i might see that before i i i see uh, smackdown so it might be on that episode or might be in part three of this week or maybe even part four when i talk about extreme roles this weekend so let's talk about raw episode 1311 how the big dog hunts is one of the episode titles i was i considered this is a very strange statement to to me we open with roman reigns and bobby lashley doing stuff and end up with the whole locker room outside trying to get keep them apart and then roman reigns dives over the top rope into a whole mess of guys and um i think it was michael cole who says that's how the big dog hunts that doesn't seem like a very effective hunting strategy to get the thing you're hunting a whole pack of them to be trying to subdue you and then um knock all of them over and then run away he didn't run away but he he didn't follow up on that attack until a lot later not not a super effective hunting strategy um but i i guess this opening was kind of interesting it was different than what we've had before we opened started it with like a video package that was kind of kind of cool and then uh the backstage confrontation and then the in-ring confrontation uh this is all right it was all right um those two are facing each other on sunday and um i i don't care who wins and i don't care who loses um just hopefully hopefully it's fun to watch that's all i hope for uh we had tag team match nia Jax and natalia versus alexa bliss and mickey james uh there's disqualification alexa alexa bliss was disqualified when she attacked nia with a kendo stick 
And that's all I wrote down about that match. Uh, a little bit of a preview. They're going to go, uh, in a, they're in an extreme rules match for the Raw Women's Championship, Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. And uh, these, the, their teammates, presumably will be at ringside. Um, Natalia and Mickey James. Um, and uh, in the front row of the, uh, of the audience will be Ronda Rousey. So things are going to get pretty rowdy, I'm sure. Um, Kevin, uh, comes backstage. He, uh, seeks out Kurt who, um, who he believes can keep him safe or rather his office can keep him safe. The only safe place in the entire arena. So Kevin sets up camp. He has his luggage there and everything. And uh, he has a doctor's note that he cannot compete um, tonight. I don't know what the what his ailment was for that. Oh, by the way, I, I was a little bit optimistic when I saw Bobby Roode in the whole uh, pull apart in the beginning of the, the episode. Um, and then later on, it was announced, hey, he's in a match. He's teaming with uh, this other guy to fight two other guys. Um, he's teaming with Finn Balor to fight uh, Baron Corbin and Elias. Um, so hit at least one injury from this past week um, was uh, not substantial enough to, to sideline them further than uh, even just that night, I guess. So uh, that, that's that's some good news in the sea of bad news on the injury front lately. Oh, here's, uh, speaking of that, not speaking of that, but it, this was the next thing, almost the next thing. Uh, we had a match between Mojo Raleigh and Noe Jose, Mojo won. All right. Um, we had a very short segment of Bailey and Sasha in therapy. They had a new therapist and, uh, we got to hear Bailey talk a little bit about her, their friendship and all that. Um, we cut back to this. It seemed to it, it cut away from that very quickly. Um, it didn't seem to progress anything. And then the two times that they, uh, showed them in that therapist office again, later on, they, uh, they, they just talked over it. The commentators talked over the entire thing. Couldn't hear what they were even saying. And like, what's, what's really the point? I don't know. Okay, um, backstage moment between Jinder Mahal and Seth Rollins as Jinder was doing his Shanti thing. Seth like snuck away, and that's a I think that's a good uh, reaction gif. Um, even just Seth's half of the screen, I think, um, could could get some, get some good mileage. Get some good mileage there. Um, we had Seth come out. Uh, he calls Drew McIntyre a Scottish Wookie. I enjoyed that. Drew McIntyre has a challenge. Um, he wants to fight Seth Rollins tonight. And uh, Seth accepts. There, there's all kinds of other stuff that happened in that. There's some sheep jokes. Um, I, I, I don't necessarily approve of any of that. Next up, we have the B-Team. Um, or uh, Bo Dallas of the B-Team versus... Actually, what was this match? I don't know. Honestly, I wasn't paying... I was not paying attention at all during this one. Uh, but Bo Dallas pinned Matt Hardy. So I assume it was a singles match between Bo Dallas and Matt Hardy. These tag teams will go against each other at Extreme Rules. And at this rate, B-Team is going to win the tag team championships. 
and who who even knows what's happening from there i don't i don't know i don't know the authors of are gonna mess some mess some stuff up they need to mess some stuff up um then we had uh the riot squad minus riot um t- they tore up one of uh or, or two of tyler breeze's shirts so that was a that was a sad moment there poor tyler breeze he's without a partner and now he's two he's down two shirts although they could uh i, I thought i thought i think it would be neat if the right squad utilized those shirts as like uh accessories just torn them up pieces of the shirts so you could still tell that they're they're originally fashion police shirts we had ember moon versus Liv morian a rematch from last week i think um was it a one-on-one match last week yes it was because it was that brutal brutal eclipse that took live out um this match however ended with a couple of pretty nice reversals ember moon won again so uh it's unfortunate for live but uh, we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, there's an excellent, excellent move from Liv when she just spiked Ember headfirst into the mats. Uh, that was pretty awesome. And then Coach is talking about, ah, she's really impressed me for the last three, four minutes. Um, and this is immediately after we come back from a commercial break. So uh, Liv Morgan was being very impressive during the commercials, apparently. Glad we got to see it. I'm glad we got to see it. Uh, Balor and Rude versus Corbin and Elias. We open with a great performance by Elias and then an even greater performance by Corbin. Uh, Matt asked, uh, Matt was saying, I, I don't even know how to describe how this, um, how to describe his singing. And, uh, I suggested angelic fallen angelic. Um, it, it was as if Baron Corbin had absolutely no concept of pitch, time, or even timbre. Or tam- timbre would be the most advanced thing to address. But uh, there, there's absolutely nothing in that performance that uh, says to me that Baron Corbin has any experience doing anything music musical whatsoever. <laughs> He got the words correctly. It was it was a it was a parody of Itsy Bitsy Spider, but it was Itsy Bitsy Balor. I appreciated that aspect of it. Um But also right before that he couldn't say the word lullaby. So it, it was a rough it was a rough go for Baron Coburn. But honestly, I I like this version of Baron very much i apologize constable baron corbin um <laughs> i i like i not say he's like my favorite or anything but i like him way more than i've liked him at any other time um i kind of wish he had a, a little bit of a different entrance because that matched his uh previous um incarnation a lot more than uh currently it should be like kind of like a i i don't even know i have no suggestions for it but um i i'm enjoying it corbin keep it up uh corbin and no sorry balor and rude one no lot oh my god 
Corbin and Elias won the match when Baron Corbin hit an end of days on Rude. Yeah. Uh, it's announced, or it's decided by Kurt Angle that Kevin and Braun will fight at Extreme Rules in a steel cage. So, rest in peace, Kevin Owens. He has, uh, like six days to live. Um, he also got sprayed in the face with, uh, what is that? Um, Lysol? Or, uh, odor spray? Disinfectant? Um, he, he, he claimed that Kevin smelled like fear. And that brings us to the main event. Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. Best match of the night. Um, which, uh... There, there wasn't a whole lot of memorable wrestling on site other the, than those individual moments that I talked about. Oh, the B-team were dressed as the Deleters of Worlds when they came out. Um, so that was... Uh, it's evolving a little bit because uh, they would do the backstage thing and then they'd still come out in their regular stuff with the B-team shirts. Um, I do like that Deleters of Worlds shirt. Um, and I do have a bunch of blank t-shirts. I may make one of them into a B-team shirt to wear at some point. Probably will be to, to something that doesn't even make sense to wear it to. Like a, like a quinceanera. Alright, uh, Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre with Dolph Ziggler at ringside. The stipulation of this match... That Kurt added in there is that if Drew lost, then he would be banned from ringside for the 30-minute Iron Man match. 30 minutes. Okay, we had this post from WWE that showed their each of Dolph and Seth, Seth's longest performances um, in the ring. We had Seth's, it was like 64 minutes, something like that. We had Dolph's, which is like 47 minutes, um, and one of the Royal Rumbles. Seth's was from the gauntlet match a couple months ago. Um, both of those are far exceed 30 minutes. So, you're kind of just showing us that, yeah, neither of them are going to be super tired by the end of this. Should be a 45-minute Iron Man match. It was more than 45 minutes, then there would be the obvious, in, obviously in favor of Seth Rollins, who went, who went a lot longer than that. But uh, we know that both of them can go for at least 45. Anyway, Drew McIntyre won this match. There's some great moments, uh, great reversals. There's a, a, some insane suplexes from Drew McIntyre. He just tossed Seth all the way across the ring with one of them. Um, and uh, he's about to do a... He had a fire, Seth and a fireman carry. is climbing up up uh, into the corner. But Seth got out of it and uh, turned it around into a buckle bomb. Running all the way across the ring to the opposite side. That was pretty great. And um, yeah, the loss came with a bit of a distraction from Dolph Ziggler. Which is uh, unfortunate because this means... That Drew McIntyre can be there at ringside. He can provide distractions. He can provide all kinds of help 
for Dolph Ziggler to retain the Intercontinental Championship in that in that Iron Man match. But um well Roman is occupied with his own thing earlier that night. I don't see him necessarily coming coming out to help. And that's even assuming that the Roman Reigns Bobby Lashley match happens before this one. I have no idea what order anything is going to happen in this cuz uh you have stuff that I could imagine being put at the end of the show like the steel cage match that could close out the night. Um for whatever reason Roman Reigns versus Bobby Lashley could close out the night, which I we all hope that it doesn't. Um because uh, you don't want the so much of the crowd to turn on everything at the very end. I think we learned that at WrestleMania, but, um, and then we have the, the WWE championship match, AJ Styles versus Rusev that should close the night. But then we also have Alexa bliss versus Nia Jax extreme rules match with Ronda Rousey. Definitely going to be involved physically that could also end the night. So yeah, I have, I have no, I have no idea. Um, I, I'm excited to see what happens on SmackDown tomorrow night and on two Oh five live. Uh, what, what matches have is the championship match tomorrow night is Hideo Tommy versus Cedric Alexander tomorrow night. And I'm going to miss watching that live. What am I thinking? Instead, I'm going to see attack on Titan season three premiere. And uh, from what I understand, it will be a marathon of season two preceding it, which I have not seen season two yet. Um, And actually, honestly, I'm not sure I've seen all of season one now that I think of it. Maybe this is a bad idea. Maybe I should skip that. Um, Or I need to go and watch season one right now. So, uh... Yeah, I'll be talking about that. I may go see another movie. I have a third movie that I can use on the A-list um, that uh, I may use tomorrow. And um, so st- stay tuned for all of that. I'll have predictions. I'll go through the, the, the full card with actual predictions for everything um, in the next episode. Because um, more matches might be added. More stipulations may be added. And, uh, so I'll, I'll wait until then to do the predictions. All right. So that's it. Let me know what you thought about raw episode 1311 or the Ant-Man and the Wasp or tag by tweeting me at TIW podcast. Go to today. for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends, subscribe in iTunes, write a review in iTunes and support the show even more at patreon.com slash today. I watched. You can also subscribe on Spotify, search for today. I watched and hit that follow button. Um, and, uh, wherever else the podcasts can be listened to. Just use that RSS feed on TIWpodcast.com. All right. See you next time on Today I Watched. Bye.